0: Hey, y'all, it's Mel, and you're listening to My Rough Draft Podcast, where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith, work, and wholeness. As a part of the Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week, we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories. Enjoy the show. welcome back. It's your girl Mel. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super excited for today's episode. This episode actually came from um, a suggestion from one of my subscribers and followers on social media. So if you are not following me on social media, Please go follow me at underscore Melanie Christina on Instagram. But yes, I asked you guys, you know, what is some content that you want to see when it comes to career and business? And one of my listeners said that, you know, I really want you to talk about social media networking when it comes to your career um, and personal branding when it comes to your career. And so I think that that's super important because I think sometimes we limit personal branding to businesses or to influencers, right? But personal branding, is really a way of life. It's not about what you post on social media. It's about the reputation that you carry when you walk into a room. Um, It's about what people know you for. And so whether you like it or not, we are all a personal brand. And so I really appreciated this question because it recognized the fact that even in your career, you do have a personal brand. And so today I'm gonna talk about how you can best utilize social media for your career and how you can best um, you know, present yourself, um, your personal brand well in your career. And so, yes, you definitely want to get some notes. So let's get started. Okay, so the first thing when it comes to personal branding for your career, the number one thing is that you need to be able to clearly identify your values and your strengths. So you need to be able to clearly identify your values and your strengths, and you need to be able to communicate how those values and strengths bring results, okay? So I say that because, you know, even sometimes when we're job searching or, or when we're in our career, you know, we want to show that we're good at everything, right? But re- in reality, most people know that we're not good at everything, but we are good at something, right? And so are you good with data analysis? Are you good with visually presenting things? Are you good with orally presenting things? You're able to present things in a way that engages your audience. Are you good with project management? You know, and again, the goal is not to be good at everything. The goal is more so to communicate and show your excellence in a few things, right? Again, quality is more important than, than quantity. I talked about that last week, but it's important to identify your values and strengths. So again, what are you, good at what are people constantly complimenting you on and then what is the result that people see what is the improvement that people see based off of your values and strengths so it's super important especially in your career that you're able to identify that and communicate that because that's what's going to get you in the door when it comes to your resume when it comes to your interview that's what's going to get you to become the subject matter expert um, for a specific topic and be that go to go to person for something in your career, because when you're that go to person, when you're that subject matter expert, then then that is job security, right? Because that secures what you bring to the table when it comes to your career on an everyday basis. And so, again, those are some key questions that you want to ask yourself. And specifically, when it comes to personal branding, when you are job searching again, as I mentioned just previously, in your resume, you want to show how your strengths bring results. Results, Right. So I always say this, it's not enough, it's not enough to just say what your responsibilities are in a resume. Right. So you handle cash for, you know, whatever. But you need to be able to show how your skills brought results. So let's say that, you know, you are really good with, you know, engaging your your team members around different initiatives. Let's say, you know, that you are really good at kind of rallying up, up the team and really building that sense of teamwork then something you could say in the resume would be, you know, increase employee morale by such and such percent, by 30 percent, by implementing, you know, engagement activities or different engagement initiatives. And so, again, you won't be able to really be able to put numbers to that or communicate the results if you don't first identify what values and strengths you have that would make you stand out from somebody else. So it's super important to do that in your resume. Also. When it comes to interviewing, even, I mean, I mentioned this in interviewing, the interviewing one-on-one episode, it is uh, season two, episode three, where I talk about interviewing one-on-one, but it's also important when you're interviewing to use what I like to call the STAR technique. It's not something that I made up, but it's something that I've learned along the way about using the STAR technique, which is an acronym for situation, task, action and results. So when someone asks you an interview question, they say, tell me about a time when you dealt with a difficult customer. Then you want to use that STAR acronym. What was the specific situation? What was the task that you were given? What was the action that you did, which again, hones in on your strength and your value that you bring to the table. And then the R stands for what was that result? So that's another example of how, again, it's important to identify your strengths and communicate the results that it brings when it comes to your personal, um, personal branding for your career. You can also do this when it comes to social networking. So, for example, on LinkedIn, let's say that you are known for data analysis, right? There's something you can do to kind of engage people who also have that strength, but then to also communicate your strength on LinkedIn, you could start to share articles that have to do with data analysis. And you could share the article and add in your thoughts about the article. Um, You could create articles on your own. Again, you could search for people who are actually good in good in that field and, you know, reach out to them and create a networking community that way. But again, if you don't know what you're actually good at, and if you're not able to actually communicate um, what you bring to the table and communicate your knowledge in that area, um, then that's going to hurt your personal branding. Right. And so um, again, the goal is not to be known for everything. The goal is to become the go-to person for something. Right. And so um, so, yeah, so that that would be number one is that you want to make sure that you identify your values and strengths and be able to communicate those results. Now, two, it's important to create a signature look. So when I say a look, I mean, it could be outward appearance. But when I say a signature look, you know, again, it goes back to that personal branding. You know, when I when people when I'm in a meeting or like when people see my presentations they know that it's me because my presentations have a certain look. My emails have a certain voice to them. Um, you know, even when I'm talking before you even see my face, you know who it you know who, who it is that's talking, not necessarily just because of my voice, but because of the way that I present myself. Right. The way that I'm very direct in the way that I talk, the way that I'm very, um, you know, I'm an active listener, you know, when it comes to meetings. And so people can quickly identify me in meetings. They can quickly identify my work. Um, Even when it comes to my social media for my personal brand, you know, I always talk about transparency and the process. And so when you see, you know, captions, you're able to recognize that it's me because I have a signature voice, a signature look. Right. And so in the same sense, and this kind of ties back into number one what do people know you by, right? Is it a way that you greet people when you come onto a call? You know, I have a, one person on my team. When, when she gets on the call, everyone knows it because, because of the way that she presents herself. She's always super cheerful, always asking people how they are. And that's just what she's known for, right? So this doesn't have to be super... Um, super like detailed, I guess is the word I'm trying to say, but you just want to be, you want to be able to create a signature look and a signature brand and, and have things that you are known for, right? You know, if you are an expert and going back to that data analysis example, if you are an expert in data analysis, maybe something you could do is you could share, you know, information about that with your team members. Maybe you could send out an email, you know, with different articles on different topics, you know, are you known for kind of having having that wealth of knowledge or or having different references that people can go to. Are you known for PowerPoint? Are you known for Excel? And so it's so important, again, to identify your values and your strengths so that you can have that signature look, that signature brand that you are known for, whether that is in person, um, whether that is you know in a meeting and you're known for how you conduct meetings, you're known for how you visually present, you're known for how you orally present, where that is, again, being on LinkedIn and you're engaging with people on LinkedIn and you're known for for bringing knowledge about maybe economics, or maybe about social injustice, or maybe about you know again data analysis, or some or something that's going on in healthcare. Again, that's a way that you can kind of establish yourself as an expert in something, right? And so that way, when it comes to you know someone else on LinkedIn looking for somebody that's good with data analysis, they will remember you as someone who's always presenting knowledge on that topic. And so that 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 in itself could lead to job opportunity, right? And so you want to make sure when it comes to not just social networking on social media, but when it comes to your day-to-day networking and the way that you interact with the people on your team, with the people within your company, that again, you establish yourself as that subject matter expert in something, okay? And again, it can be you know the skills based. It can also be you know fits physically as well. You know, I have members on my team that they show up to the Zoom calls or not Zoom but Webex calls, and they are beat to the nine. Their face is beat. They look nice. You know, and so again, this can be outwardly. It can also be more and more skills based as well. So. So with that, you know, I kind of want to address, you know, the main question that my that my subscriber had was that, well, how should I utilize social networking for my career? Like, let's say I don't necessarily want to start a business, but I still want to present myself again in a way that, um, that again, shows off what I do for social media, what are the practical steps and what are the practical platforms that I need to be on? Of course, I'm going to say that you need to be on LinkedIn. You should not just be on LinkedIn, but you should be engaging with people on LinkedIn. So again, whether that is sharing articles and when you share it, you're providing your insight, whether that is joining in different groups, whether that is creating a different group, on a, a different group yourself, um, one thing that you could also do that um a, a friend that actually did this for me is that they created their own networking communities. And so you could, for example, on Instagram, you could find a hashtag. So if I'm a project manager, I could follow the hashtag project manager and then I could find other project managers that are also on social media and connect with them. Rather that is just sending them a quick email to say, hey, you know, I see that you're a project manager, you know, I'm a project manager in this such and such field, you know, it's great to connect with you. I'd love, you know, to hear more about what you do and I look forward to supporting your content, something like that, right? And so there are different ways that you can engage, but I think it's so important to start building those one-to-one connections, Um, whether that, again, whether that's reaching out to someone on Instagram, whether that is, you know, responding to someone's article on LinkedIn. But again, you want to get your name out there. You want to be able to get your thoughts out there. And so those are just kind of two of the main ways that I personally like to utilize social media for networking when it comes to my career. And I'm getting a, a little bit ahead of myself because that's actually my third point is that, you know, it's important that you utilize social media. And so I think, again, sometimes we we think that it's only social media is really only for businesses or it's only for our personal or, or business lives. But again, You no longer have the option of whether or not you want a personal brand or not. You are a personal brand. And so you don't have the option as a career professional to opt out of social media marketing. And to be honest, when it comes to job searching, finding jobs on general job search engines are going to get tougher and tougher, especially with COVID-19 and people are being laid off and looking for different jobs. Those one-to-one connections that I mentioned before are going to be super important. So even when you're out of season, even when you are not looking for a job, again, you want to be sure that you are building those one-on-one connections with people. So that way, in the event that you may need some assistance or that you may need someone to kind of put in a good work for you, you would have already established those connections, right? And so we have to start utilizing social networking more and more. Again, this doesn't mean that you have to start a full-on blog about what you're good at, but again, are you reaching out to people? Are you making connections? And so again, as I mentioned, the types of content um, that you can create the kind of networking that you could do again would be on the LinkedIn, sharing articles and sharing your own thoughts. Whether that is you know following the the, the ideal company that you will want to work for on social media and and commenting on their content. Again, maybe it's on Instagram. You're following people who are in similar fields as you, and you're reaching out to them saying, "Hey, you know, I would love to connect with you." Um, whether that is just sharing, you know, sharing what you do know on your own social media. Again, it doesn't have to be anything super formal, but maybe you could establish yourself as a, as a subject matter expert in something by, you know, maybe providing a tip a week, um, on your Instagram stories, or maybe just creating more content around what you do again, because it's not necessarily just about you, um creating a business or creating a brand but it's how you are communicating the brand that you already are right and so you may look at your followers as just your friends and family but you never know how, where those connections could take you but you won't know where they take you unless you're able to communicate again your strengths your values show what you know share your knowledge and then again when a random cousin you know that their company has a has a job opening for what? what you specialize in, they'll know to come to you because you're already sharing your knowledge on social media. Right. And so those are kind of some examples of how you can utilize social media. So, um, and and feel free to DM me or, or email me. I'm on Instagram or, or email, you know, my email address in the show notes, if you have any other questions about that. So for number four, and that kind of this is all segue into the next point, is that it's important to forget the myth that your personal brand has to always be super professional. Right. So you have to forget the myth that your personal brand has to either be professional or it has to be creative or it has to be personal or it has to be your lifestyle, right? And so again, your personal brand is who you are. And we're getting into kind of this season where it's like, even in my business, people want to see my business, people want to see what I bring with my business, but they also want to know you know how I live my regular life. And this kind of goes into why I what what is behind my personal brand is showing you how your lifestyle plays a role into your career, how your faith plays a role into your business, um, and vice versa. And so, this isn't to contradict number one—that it's important to identify your strengths and your values professionally. But it more so gives depth to number one, right? So the way that I look at it is, let's say that at the core, you have your you have your professional strengths, right? So at the core, I'm a project manager, right? That's that's one of the strengths and value that I bring, and I have results um, to to show for that, right? So at the core you know I have I have a project management strength but I also am good in general about leading people from start to finish, about taking people through the process, right? Whether that's through project management and leading people through different projects, but then also in life, walking people through life, right? So I have that core of project management. But as I start to kind of broaden the circle, I can also see how, okay, I'm also good at taking people from start to finish and taking people through the process of faith and taking taken through people taking people through the process of lifestyle and taking people through the process of healing and growing and maturing right and so again my professional brand may be surrounded about project management but then I also don't want to limit myself and also showing people how I also help people help take people through the process in life right and so that's why I say that in my in my social media you know I share both project management and business tips and career tips but I also show life skills and and how you can walk through the process and, and the, of your own life project. Right. And so another example would be if you're an educator, you know, let's say you're an educator and at the core, you know, you're known for your teaching skills. Right. Well, you know, your, your, your core could be your teaching, but then, you know, what do you do outside of that? What are some of your hobbies, right? What are some of the resources? In order to teach, you have to learn, right? And so what are some of your resources for learning more? You know, how do you incorporate teaching into your own home, right? And so it's not just about you being a teacher, it's also how are you a mom? How are you a father? How are you teaching your own children? How are you learning more in this season? In, right? And so again, it's sharing the comprehensive knowledge. So you don't want to just limit yourself. Yes, you want to know what your, your values and your strengths are, but you don't want to limit yourself in that and only showing your knowledge in that specific area. You want to kind of broaden it to show the bigger picture of how you apply those core skills to your everyday life as well. And I really think that that is also going to help build social networking, because again, we all can talk about what we're good at and what we know, but again, Again, people, people are people, right? When they want to connect with people on a personal level. And so those are some of the ways that you can kind of show your personal self and connect with people on a personal level while still being able to communicate your professional core skills, okay? So, um, so again, it doesn't just have to be professional. It doesn't just have to be personal. You can't intersect the two, okay? So that's number four. Number five is it's important to understand that your personal brand, has little to do with you, and it has more so to do with who is called to you and what and what God has called to come through you. Now say that again. It's important to understand that your personal brand has little to do with you, it has more to do with who is called to you and what God is trying to get through you, right? So people don't care about your problems until you make it their problem. Right. So even with the social injustice, people typically historically have not cared until we've kind of made it their problem and made it their agenda to care. Right. And we're in a generation where this generation wants information. Right. They want resources. People always ask me, I can share all these diff- different tips, and people always ask me, you know, well, where did you get this and how did you do that? You know, people want information, they want resources, they want you to share you. Right. And so So don't be afraid, I just say this to say, don't be afraid to share what you know. Sometimes especially when it comes to our career or when it comes to our business, we want to kind of hold on to what we know, I guess, because sometimes we're afraid if someone's going to steal our idea or if someone's going to try to pass off, you know, our skills is their own, but don't be afraid to share what you know, man, share your resources, share what you're learning along the way, ask other people how they're doing, care for other people. Again, social networking is personal networking. It's people to people, human to human. So again, and you want to show your care for people by sharing your knowledge, by sharing your compassion, um, by sharing a listening ear. Um, and so you want to understand that your personal brand has little to do with you um, and more about more to do with how you, how, you know, God can use you for other people. And so this bonus tip, I guess, that I'm feeling led to kind of say when it comes to your personal branding for your career is that and this may not have to do specifically with your career, but I think it does, is that you must become what you want to do. Right. And so your personal brand, your professional brand first starts with your personal being. Right. And so in order to be known as an encourager on your, on your team, or to be known as a leader on your team, you have to first be a leader inside. You have to first be a leader in your home. Right. And so I think sometimes we get caught up in trying to do things right. And trying to do things and be known for things, but it's important that, that we are who we try to, um, that, that we are what we try to do, if that makes sense. And so if I am, for example, a project manager, and that's what I do, and I try to, again, communicate and I communicate and show my expertise as a project manager that helps people through the process, then I also have to be someone who embraces my own process right? Um, if you are a, a teacher and you're trying to teach somebody, you want them to learn, you have to first be a learner, right? And so I just really encourage us to, instead of solely focusing on what we do to actually become what we want to be. And so I'll kind of leave with that, man, who you are within will show who you are outwardly who you are within will show who you are outwardly. And so I hope that these tips help you. I'll run back through them super quick. So number one, you wanna be able to identify your values and your strengths and communicate how they bring results. Identify those professional values, those professional strengths, and be able to document and communicate how they bring results and improvement um, in your work and in the work of others. Number two, you wanna create a signature look What do people know you for, whether that's your physical appearance, whether that is how you respond to people or how you communicate with people, whether that is, you know, how you present, how you choose to show up, um, but you want to create a signature look. Three, you want to utilize social networking. So whether that is sharing articles on LinkedIn, sharing tips on Instagram, reaching out to people in the same field on Instagram or on LinkedIn, creating networking communities yourself, whether that is creating a group, um, a group. Uh, I don't know, a group a chat or a group within LinkedIn of people who are in your similar field. Rather, that is, again, just just connecting with people on personal levels and allowing that to also help you professionally. But you want to utilize social networking. You want to four forget the myth that personal branding just has to be professional and allow people to see your bigger picture. So communicate those core skills, but then also allow people to see how you apply those core skills to your everyday life. And then five, understand your personal brand has little to do with you. And it has more to do with who is called to you. So that goes back to sharing your knowledge, not being afraid to share and give to other people. I'm um, knowing that we will reap what you sow. Right. And then lastly, my bonus tip was to become what you want to do. So if you want to become a leader, you must first be a leader. If you want to become a teacher, you must first be a learner. Right. And so I hope that this helps you. So let's say you are struggling with, you know, presenting yourself professionally or utilizing kind of your personal brand for your career and you want specific one-on-one help, I of course have my power hour sessions that you can book a call with me and we can actually talk about your specific strengths, your specific core skills and show you individually how you can um, present yourself professionally on social media and in the workplace. So I'll link the, the, the link in order to book that call with me in the show notes but I hope that this helps you feel free to let me know if you have any questions whatsoever but I love y'all and I hope y'all have an amazing week bye thanks for joining us this week on my Rough Draft podcast be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes now do me a favor and please leave us a five star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world also be sure to head to the TheRoughDriveCollective.com, where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one-on-one services, and more. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.